Hey, PYHT listeners, in order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to get great advertisers, we need to learn a little bit about you. So please go to podsurvey.com slash hands together and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash hands together. Thanks for your help. Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out. Um, I'm devastated. Rhea's in New York doing some shows. What's up, Rhea? I hope it's going great. So it's just me tonight, uh, but then I'm one, a bunch of talented, awesome comics that are backstage so they can hear you, so let's hear it for them. Yeah. Wow, like, kind of sparse on the sides, but very engaged as an audience. Like, super, like, I didn't, I didn't even have to, you're, you're on it, you're on it! It's very nice. Um, I have new pants. It's stressful. I don't. What are we doing? You know what I mean. I just don't know. Uh, what's the prop? What's the story? There's. I've been waking up very early, and my my dog and I have been walking past this group of teenagers that are picking each other up to go to school in the morning. Like it's like a crew of young teens, and they all have like barrettes in the side of their things. And I'm not totally sure why we're cutting our pants right at the ankle bone. But that's what we're doing right now, and that's not what I'm doing, and so I just don't know what we're doing with pants, sort of in general, as a culture, and then specifically for lesbians, you know, because I know what the wider culture is trying to do, which it seems to be pants that are cut off right at the ankle bone, but where are us lesbians in that? Because that's a bad look for us. That's shorts. That's regular shorts. That's our shortest swimsuit. So I'm just not sure what I'm supposed to do as a queer person, so I just bought these giantly baggy pants from the men's J. Crew section. I don't know. Then I tried to shrink them, it was impossible. If you want to shrink your clothes, nope. If you don't want to shrink your clothes, they will do it by themselves. Which reminds me of a little story that I have to tell you. Last night I finished Harry Potter. Thank you, thank you. For those of you that have been keeping up with the saga, I have been listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks forward while simultaneously watching Grey's Anatomy backwards. I switched from one medium to the other at 3 p.m. Anything later than that, that's a Grey's situation because too spooky to hear about wizards. When the sun is that low. But a couple weeks ago, I finally, I said to somebody today, maybe I should tabulate the number of hours that I have spent doing these two exploits. And they said, you know what? You don't even have to do that to yourself. You don't even have to tell yourself how many. But um, I did finish um, Grays. They went back. Everybody uh, was resurrected. <laughs> One of the hallows. And... Um, 
and came back from all their plane crashes. And at the very end, you know, Meredith and Derek were like, what's your name again? And then that was the pilot. Um, <laughs> and then last night I finished Harry Potter. And I will say, first of all, that is a good that is a good series of books. If I'm the first person to tell you 20 years later, it's very good. Um uh very good, extremely detailed. I think it came out of a human being's mind. <laughs> Incredible. Um when you when you are listening to it as a 37-year-old, you can find plot holes if you want to. <laughs> oh, well, why would the Pensieve allow you to see your memories from outside your body? Since that's not how you experience your memories, but instead you experience them through your own eyes. I could say to a chat board. <laughs> and then teenagers from the past will go, yeah! Um... But it is incredibly good. The one thing I will say is that is very funny is how we agree that Lord Voldemort is slow, right? Like just like slow, like just slow. And it takes him such a long time. It's such a long time. Also, in terms of body horror, I was trying to decide what's worse. Um, uh, a villain on the back of somebody's head? As is revealed in the first of the Harry Potter books? Or in Total Recall, when Quato... is coming out of a tummy? Which of those is worse? If you had to pick, sir, you, friend, this person here, if you had to pick, you have to exist either on the back of somebody's head or coming out of their tummy, which would you choose? The back of the head. Back of the head. Back. Let me ask you a follow-up question. You are the source material, not the dangly thing. Would you rather be coming out of somebody's tummy or existing on the back of their head? See, that's a tricky one, right? Me too. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's tough to it's tough to think about being on something so hard as the back of a head. I think if you're the appendage. Anyway, um, but yeah, man, this is slow. Voldemort can fly all over the place, but he does fuck around. <laughs> I have never read the Lord of the Rings, but in the book when Frodo's climbing up the mountain with the lava, does it constantly cut to something else <laughs> for two to three hours? Because <laughs> that was indelible in my heart when I watched those movies. I said to myself, mm, come on, like, you're pretty close. <laughs> Um, I want to see sometimes yes come in come on in you could even sit yeah you don't have to sit in that weird place <laughs> where you're sort of you could almost sit anywhere here that would be comfortable 
in a real spot if you want to. Yeah. I wondered. I wonder how long you would have let yourself do that. <laughs> Just sort of dangle off of the end of something. Come on in. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. And if you're wearing a t-shirt with my face on it, sit in the fucking front row. <laughs> you look good. We were talking about Lord Voldemort. That shit is fucking slow. Were you here the whole time? I don't know. Um, I, uh... I... Will this be relatable? I'm not sure. Um, my barber and my trainer are married. <laughs> Just one couple is responsible for my entire body. And uh, I don't... There was like a minute where I was going to see my trainer like a lot. Uh, and then I hurt my knee really badly. When I was out of town, I was in Oklahoma City doing shows. And then my, I totally fucked up my knee. And I had to go to the emergency room by myself. Well, not by myself. With uh, EMTs who were... I was on a stretcher. And they were pushing me um, into the hospital. And... Uh, so then I stopped going for a really long time and I went like last week, I started up again and um, I hurt both my shoulders so badly uh, that I had to wear ice packs that I ace bandaged onto my shoulders like uh, football pads for the weekend. But then my trainer texted me because I did post a photograph of how good this looked. It looked good. I looked like a fierce fighter. And... They were like, what, is, what seems to be the problem? And I was like, oh, I'm, it's not actually like an injury. It's overall pain in both shoulders to a degree where I don't feel like I can function and I have to alternate between baths, yoga, and icing. Um, so I think I'm glad I'm paying you, first of all. And uh, second of all, this is where my body is. Like, this is where I'm starting. I guess I just thought, if you play sports in high school, that counts forever, right? <laughs> There's never going to be a point where you have to wear ice slings for the entire weekend just because you lifted one weight. That doesn't happen. And yet it did. How are you doing? I like your hat. Yeah? What did you do today? You flew here? From where? Yeah, you were like, traveling hat? Pack it! Uh, you flew here from New Jersey for, um, for why? Uh, music stuff. Oh, very cool. Are you, are you doing shows out here? No. No. Yeah, meet up with some people. Honestly, very relatable L.A. activity. <laughs> doing shows here, not as relatable. Meeting up with some people, very relatable. Did you come out here for, like, a booked and lucrative thing? No. But I am sitting down with some folks. <laughs> and they'll follow up after. And it was great to meet me. <laughs> I did go, I, had to, I went to go pitch something today, uh, something I'm trying to sell, and uh, a television show. I don't know why. That, that, that could have been any... Do you know what I mean? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I went to go... <laughs> 
I don't mean to. Sometimes you don't know what sounds more obnoxious: actually saying the thing that you're doing or not saying it. Do you know what I mean? Like when I grew, I I came up in Chicago as a comic, and whenever anybody would say, like, if anybody was ever like my manager, I'd just be like, asshole, like. Then I live out here and I'm like, no, I actually like really have a close relationship with that person. Like I do know them. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, I, I went to go pitch a television show today and the um, we were riding up in the elevator and one of the people that was coming in with me was like, this person we were pitching to, she's... um," <laughs> And I was like... What are you trying to say? Uh, family. That's If you're a gay person talking to another gay person and you're trying to tell them the person they're going to meet is gay, just so you all know, you can say family. That will help. A random wink, hard to place. She's... But then she walked in and I was like, oh, family. She's family. I started the pitch but with this. What hair products do you use? But then she was like, I use Sumo Wax or whatever. She just said one hair product. So I was like, now I don't trust you. Because I use five. In a specific order. But different amounts. Per the day. Accounting for humidity. The temperature and the allergens. That are in the air. Well, this has gone great. It has been very nice to speak with you. Uh, is that what this is called? <laughs> it has been so nice to meet you. Um, thank you so much. I'll be in touch. Uh, no, it's been so nice to be here. Um, and, I'll, and I am so excited about this show because I've got some great comics on here. And um, before I bring them out, first of all, obviously, wow, wow can't believe she, how talented she is even just as a casual she put her hand in her pocket twice two different sides so calm <laughs> do you know what is heavily panic inducing for me is if I think I lost my headphones um, and by the way they're always in the pocket of something that's in the laundry and second of all fuck you I'm not gonna do the little weird gourds <laughs> that hang out in your ears I don't want those things to be in my ears uh, what if they fall in I don't know how that would happen but what if they did the string is how you pull them back out don't you know what Also, if your phone's gonna, if you're gonna drop your, if you're me, you're gonna drop your phone, whoa, whoa, then the string is also, the cord is what helps you to um, hurt yourself badly. As you're about to drop your phone, it slows down your phone by pulling your flesh out of your head. And then the Voldemort that you have in the back of your head's like, no, wait, you know. Wingardium Leviosa! I, like, honestly was, like, so into the Harry Potter books. It's going to be really tough. This is going to be really tough to go through the rest of my life. Um, what was I talking about? Headphones. Oh, I have super, I have super noise-sensitive ears. I have a problem. It's a problem. It's a, perhaps it's anxiety-related. I'm not sure. 
Um, I also think it might be that I have terrible vision. And a Spider-Man thing happened to me where I have good ears. I don't know. Is that what's, is that what's up with Spider-Man? He has bad vision but good ears? I'm describing Spider-Man, I think. Um, that's why he was always like, turn off the dark. He always says that because he can hear it. You can always hear the dark. You what? That was a failed Broadway show. Well, yeah, it was, Cameron, but a more updated reference would be the Spider-Verse. Well, there's no jokes to make about that movie. It's perfect. Anyway. Oh, I did see that movie in the theaters next to some people who were kissing. Straight people, stop kissing in my movie. Always. And everywhere. Stop kissing everywhere. Literally, I don't want to see it. That's really how I feel, and I'm sorry. It's tough. It's tough to admit it, because I know it's heterophobic. I know it actually is. It's a real feeling that I have. I'm sharing it with you, because that's how I know you could keep it to yourselves. If you see something that you don't like. Because I sat there the whole time, and I didn't even say one time. I wish there was a law that you couldn't get married! How did I get there? Oh, I have really sensitive ears. And one time I was going to sleep and my little sister was in the room and I said, Are you, did you bring a LaCroix in here? I can hear it. You're going to have to move it outside the room. And that's a real story. So I brief, sometimes I just wear headphones in my ears and I'm not listening to anything. But I'm using it as a safety device. So I briefly lost my headphones today. That was a terrible tragedy, but don't worry. They were in my gym shorts. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, all right, well, we'll keep the show going. I've been great, really revelatory, and I, I'm going to do some deep stuff, and there's other things to unravel, and I'll continue to be good all night. Um, and we do miss Rhea. Yeah, we do, because sometimes then they'll do a, like, a weird thing with their body, and that will complement my words. We've got a great comic coming up first. Are you ready for your first comic? A very funny person, a kind person, a friend of mine. Let's hear it right now from Mike Kaplan. Give it up. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, A Spider-Man thing happened, is what Cameron said. I think, now I I don't know how to do this. Uh, the way that I want to, but I think she means Daredevil. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I don't mean to call her out. I mean to call her in. I uh, like. I also. Well, I'm a human. I make mistakes, right? I'm not a a spider devil uh, or a dare man. Uh, that's a. Uh, I'm working on a new uh, comedy act, but uh, <laughs> called Spider Devil and Dare Man. <laughs> Why hasn't that happened? Dare Man is just a guy trying to get kids to not do drugs. And, uh, and Spider Devil is the guy that the kids see when they're doing drugs. So I think my new comedy act is going pretty well. Uh, I actually once had to, go in, had to go in and pitch a show. Had to. I was like, I don't really want to, but you have to. Uh, and I was on Mushrooms the day before, which 
is always a good choice uh, to be on mushrooms yesterday. Uh, <laughs> because then today you're like, oh, good, good that it's not then, or... <laughs> Or the other way, whichever. It's either good that or different, you know? Like it's like going to the dentist is good, or also it's good to die before you get there, you know? That's that's what I hope. I hope I die on the way to the dentist. Uh, because that's like one less dentist to go to. It'd be really great to know when you were gonna die so that you didn't have to go to the dentist one more time, you know? If you just found out five months in advance, that'd be like it's like the ring, you know that movie The Ring? It's like that, but for the dentist. Uh do I have to do all the work, or can you meet me 90% of the way on any of these? That's all I'm looking for. Uh, okay, so sometimes my comedy is like the movie Inception, where like I'll start a joke, then go to another joke, then I'll go deeper and deeper until people are like, we ever going to finish any of these jokes? I'm like, no, we're just going to spin a dreidel and then die. So just wanted to... Uh, that movie's mainly about Jews, obviously, and then Christianity comes incepted out of the Judaism like a stripper from a cake, and I think... We can all agree that Christianity would be a great name for a stripper, if not for Christianity. So that's the only thing that would get in the way. Ironically, ironically, also a good name for a stripper. Coming to the stage, it's ironically, she puts on her clothing. Um, she's like the Benjamin Button of stripping. Benjamin Unbutton. I also almost just said Benjamin, which is the bunny form of Benjamin. I think that's a, a cute little bunny that ages backwards <laughs> reproducing like like rabbits but the other way like they all the rabbits become become one they go back into just the the oneness light source love universe rabbit at the beginning of time uh so anyway so i was pitching a show on mushrooms and uh but sincerely, when I've, whenever I've been on mushrooms, and you don't have to, you don't have to do them. I, I did it, it's fine, I did it for us. And, uh, and I'm reporting back uh, that for me, whenever I'm on mushrooms, everything is the right choice. You know, like I'll always, if I'm like, should I keep looking at this tree? Or should I turn my head and see a dog crossing the street? Great choice, you know? And if I didn't turn my head, then I would have just, the tree would have been perfect still, you know? You guys get tree or dog. And here's the thing, tree or dog, with this time, the day before I go in to pitch this show, uh, that I didn't know what it was yet, uh, I saw, while on mushrooms, a dog running up a tree, trying to run up a tree, like, but, and succeeding way more than I thought a dog could. You don't hear about dogs running up, you're like, bark, bark, you know, that's what they, they're trying. But this, so I, I came up with the idea for a show called, uh, How Far Up a Tree Do You Think a Dog Could Run? And the answer is always, higher than you think. Uh, and so, okay, let's get started with my comedy. Uh, that was just a quick thing about Dare Man and Spider Devil. <laughs> I, uh, I have a joke about the movie uh, The Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, I remember enjoying that movie, and I don't remember what happened in the movie, and I think that that's a good joke, and it's over. <laughs> Sometimes I write jokes about movies that happened a long time ago, and I like try to pass them off as I just saw it. Like I did just, I just flew here today, and I, uh, I'm also from New Jersey. Where in New Jersey are you from? Uh, Sussex, County. Sussex County. I'm from Essex County. They sound very similar, but we're enemies. So uh, we're we're enemies. I'm I'm her enemy, and she's my sussnemy. And uh, guys, uh, that was very very narrow, but. I think on point Jersey humor. Uh, 
Do you guys know there's a, a somewhere nearby here? There's a place called Jersey Mike's Subs. Oh yeah, and that's that's me, but they're not my subs. So uh, I actually run a place. Uh, it's sort of a BDSM place called uh, Jersey Mike's Doms, and uh, is comedy supposed to be about something? Um, Everything is okay. I flew here and I watched movies. Uh, do you know that, like, if you watch on, on Delta movies that are really old, uh, they don't they don't bleep things, and they're just like, "Eh, it was the '80s. Do we have to do we have to fix it?" And you're like, "Please do." Uh, unacceptable. Um, but uh, here's the thing: I saw. Sometimes you get really into a movie. You know, I mean, do you guys remember the movie A Beautiful Mind? I remember watch that movie. Uh, there's a, a guy who had, I, he had schizophrenia, and he would like see things. And here's the thing: I was got I got so into it, I started to think that I was hearing voices. Uh, luckily, it was just the director's commentary. So uh, that's a joke that I wrote back when DVDs were a thing. So that's uh, that was a possibility at that point. Uh, I, uh, I, I have a, a special that used to be on Netflix and is now on Amazon, and one time I was getting introduced to the stage, and the host was saying, you may have seen, and here's the thing, uh, I, I guess I should tell this part too, I was performing for children and their parents, they knew about it, and uh, it wasn't just I found some kids, I'm like, watch, you know what I mean, and uh, I was like, I found some kids, and I was like, get your parents and watch, and so it was, it was like an authorized thing, everybody was on board, uh, and so... The the host says you you may have seen this guy he's been on uh, he has he's been on Netflix and then as I'm coming to the stage before he says my name uh, a kid yells out is it Adam Sandler <laughs> and uh, and then I came on stage and I was like yeah it is but it's, <laughs> that, what does that kid know um, he uses a lot of CGI uh, so in conclusion um, one I will do one joke to demonstrate that I am a comedian so. Uh, I, I love wearing condoms. That's this is the topic of my joke. I sincerely, it's the truth. I love. You hear a lot of a lot of. I think uh, people who don't like wearing condoms. That's a big. That's a big story. It doesn't feel good. They don't think it doesn't feel as good. I think it feels better. I think to me, wearing a condom feels better than not wearing a condom. And I'll tell you why. Is because most of the time when I'm wearing a condom. I'm having sex, and most of the time that I'm not wearing a condom, I'm not having sex. You understand? Like, when I'm not wearing a condom, I'm having lunch with my mom, I'm doing my taxes, I'm going to the dentist, and when I'm wearing a condom, though, I'm having sex, about to have sex, just had sex, or practicing, and so it's always a good time. I'm wearing a condom right now. It was a great time. You guys are wonderful. Thanks so much. My name is Mike Kaplan. Enjoy your lives until death. Out of Mike Kaplan. Give it over, Mike. Okay, how are we feeling, the audience? We can do it. We can do it. We can do even. We could probably do even more than that. We. Can, I know. I was. I. I. I lulled you into thinking that all these comics just wanted to mumble things at you in a fun way and would feel rewarded by that. But that's only me. They want real laughs. Right now! What if that was... Then the whole seat... The set changed? This isn't a set, but there's a, a set... Com- it doesn't matter. Um, scorpions descend from the ceiling? Why would that be part of it? I don't know. It's a game show. That I just... I, that's what I pitched today, and it didn't go that well. It's a scorpions threat comedy game show. <laughs> 
get on board with this kind of behavior. Are you ready for other comics? Well, boy, have I got some other comics for you. Please welcome to the stage right now, Kai Choice. Give it up. As you can see, I am all of the others. Identity politics, that's my jam. That's my shit. I identify very strongly as a workaholic. Anyone else? Unable to stop drinking at work. You gotta do self-care where you can, you know what I mean? Like some people, they have uh, things like health insurance, you know what I mean? Meditation, transcendental, might I say. I got a, you probably have what, Blue Cross? I have Grey Goose, that's, you know, Yellowtail when I'm being cheap. That's my health insurance. And despite how much I drink, people like to tell me I don't look my age. You guys, I'm in my 30s, late. <laughs> and I should be able to say the number, right? I should be able to say it, but Hollywood, right? <laughs> I should, I, here's the thing, anywhere else in America, I am still like Midwest youth adjacent, that's me, okay? In LA, I get free pancakes at IHOP. That's, I got the AARP discount as soon as I turn 25. In my late 30s, people come up to me, they're like, oh my God, no, you totally don't look it, you don't look it. And I'm like, look closer, and they're like, mm, I still don't see any wrinkles. I'm like, look closer, and they're like, oh, you don't have any hope in your eyes. <laughs> and you just sprouted three chin hairs right in front of me. So I believe it, which is bittersweet for me because I like using neutral and masculine pronouns. If you don't know what that means, it means I like being referred to as uh, they slash them, uh, he slash him, uh, bruh slash brah. <laughs> That's my thing. I did this thing. When I turned 25, I say this like I went skydiving. Um, I stopped removing my body hair as soon as I turned 25. Anyone else do this? I stopped shaving my legs. You don't need to applaud. <laughs> I stopped shaving my arms even. Stopped shaving my armpits. Um, it's not feminism, guys. It's just fuck it. I lie, I do identify as a feminist, uh, but also I do take the clippers. I take the pits down to a two because I'm civilized. I take the legs down to a one. Sometimes I'll do a nice fade into the ankle. <laughs> this area right here, the triangle area, right? I like to do the manscaping on the sides. I also call it the Bermuda Triangle because lots of Amelia's have been lost there. <laughs> but the middle part, I'm letting it grow out, right? I'm letting it grow out for locks of lust. Anyone else doing this? I just want to hook a sick kid up with a nice Merkin before I die. <laughs> you know, do something nice for someone else once in my life. I'll tell you guys, it feels good to be selfless. It feels good. <laughs> Every once in a while, a guy will come up to me after I tell that joke, and he'll be like, hey, I think you're real funny and all, but I think it's real gross you don't remove your body hair. And I'll be like, all right, Kyle. <laughs> 
why don't you tell me what else you think would make me disgustingly unattractive to you specifically? Because I've been trying to get men to stop hitting on me since I was 13. It doesn't work, you guys. I walk into my local 7-Eleven, the guy who works there, it's always the same thing. He's always like, hey, baby, what's up, sweetie? What can I get for you, honey? And I'm like, Armin. We're wearing the same outfit, bro. You could tell him anything, too. You could tell, you could tell a, a, a cis dude, like, hey, I'm a dude, and he'll be like, it's okay, I'm progressive. <laughs> so I did this thing. Uh, another thing I did when I turned 25, I, I got a breast reduction surgery because uh, I, I wanted to look more masculine. Uh, I mean, my back hurt. <laughs> and I had a job. I had, like, a real job at the time that, that paid for it. I had health insurance uh, and... Uh, when I went in for my consultation, the surgeon was this, this Persian dude, and I was like, how low can you take it? Like, how low can you go? Is this limbo? No. I was like, can you give me, like, an A? Like, is there anything smaller than an A? Is there, like, a sub-Z? Like, can you, get, can you give me a bird chest? Can I be concave? And he says to me, he says, I cannot do a C. A C is not ladylike. Which, I was like, first of all, I'm writing that down to tell my ex. But second, that's a messed up, right? That's a, that's, there's lots of ladies with C's. Uh, but also, uh, Dr. Armand, we're wearing the same outfit, bro. <laughs> I am not ladylike. But as soon as everyone in the office found out that I was getting the surgery, this procedure done, uh, the response was all the same from all the straight women there. They were like, oh my God. Do you know what you should do? You should totally give some to me. Give some to me. Oh, my God. I have these little bee stings. They're like, bzz, I really want sea stings. Like, <laughs> So why, when I got back from my sick leave, when I came back to the office, why, you guys, did I get called into HR once everyone opened their gift bags? <laughs> Give some to me. No one liked their titty gift bags. <laughs> ungrateful assholes <laughs> so I like being called sir I love it especially um, I don't love it I'll tell you when I'm getting pulled over then it's terrifying it's terrifying uh, but if I'm in a restaurant and you call me sir and you're my server and then like you realize your mistake and then you aggressively correct yourself every time you come back to my table I'm docking your tip I'm doing I'm only tipping 15% it doesn't go lower than that because I'm black. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like they walk to your table. They're like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> uh, here's, your, uh, here's your appetizers, miss. Yes. Yes. Your drinks, ma'am. Hmm? Your entree, walking vagina with arms and legs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I also, I do this thing when I'm in restaurants. Anyone else do this? I always have to sit facing the entrance, the exit of the restaurant. Anyone else do this? It's always me and, like, one dude in the back of the room wearing, like, a Vietnam War trucker hat. <laughs> I do, it's a good thing to do. It's a smart thing to do because I'll tell you, if, a, if, if you're sitting and you're enjoying, like, a leisurely lunch and men with guns run in. Okay, let's face it. White men with guns run in. Okay, no, no. White men with crazy eyes and guns run in. <laughs> Guys, can we stop selling guns to white men with crazy eyes? Can we do that? That's the demographic. I think if you walk into a gun shop, you walk into a gun show, and you say, I want to buy 37 guns, they should be like, all right, Kyle, 
<laughs> Blink. <laughs> I've been Kai Choice. Thank you, guys. Keep it covered, Kai. Yes. Okay, we are going to keep the show right on rolling. Got some fun drop-ins tonight that I was like so stoked. I'm so stoked that, that, that this next comic is here. I actually, I don't, I'm trying to think if she's done this show. Uh, you've seen her on Netflix, and I'm so excited that she's here. Let's hear it right now for Rachel Feinstein. Give it up. Come on. Imagine if your phone was the same as it was in the 1940s. You'd have the little thing, hello, and it, you'd be holding it in your hand. You can't see what I'm doing, but I know what I mean. Well, that's the kind of technology you're using in your air filter. Until Molecule. Molecule has introduced a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. There's something in here about how PICO technology goes beyond HIPAA filtration that the HEPA filter can't catch as many of the smaller allergens that this molecule's PICO technology provides. Look, it's all really complicated, but what I will say is that molecules technology has been developed and tested by the American College of Asthma, Allergy, and Immunology, and has provided dramatic, statistically significant symptom reduction within a week of use. If you are somebody that has like strong allergies, like me, Cami Esposito, very allergic to cats, tough to be a lesbian, it creates a complete and clean air purification experience with replacement filters arriving at your doorstep right when you need them. Molecules technology has been personally effective, verified by science, but most importantly, tested on real people. So if you've got allergies, asthma, or if you just want to live in that clean, clean, good air, go to Molecule.com, that's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com, and enter the code P-Y-H-T to get $75 off your first order. Molecule, the air you were meant to breathe is finally here. Let's hear it for Rachel! going to do that on Conan tomorrow. That's going to go great, right? It's going to go great. We believe in you, Rachel. Okay, well. Oh man. You know, I feel like are people having are people having traditional weddings anymore? Is that still happening? What the I would like to talk to the audience. You are the audience. Has anybody here been to like a traditional wedding recently? Like I mean like I don't mean, when I say traditional, I don't mean straight. That's not what I mean. I mean a traditional wedding. Has anybody been to one? Yeah. Yes? Where are you? Everywhere. (laughs) You are everywhere? Man, fuck, shit. Your life has been really serious. Just the way you said it. Usually when, if so, like, I'm trying to imagine that, imagine if that was God's voice. Where are you? Everywhere. But so disappointed about it. I wish I had a place to call home. I'm omnipresent. Slow Voldemort. Why is he so slow? The whole year planning. It's just to fly. What? Ha- what's? What is he doing? Right to Hogwarts. Immediate kill. 
Anyway. Because he waits such a long time. <laughs> Harry has a lot of opportunity to gain more knowledge. Anyway. Kill him right quick. So, where are you everywhere? What, where are you? At the back row. Yeah. yeah. Um, where did you, what kind of, where, wh- wh- when was this? When did you go to this, for, when did you go to this traditional wedding? I'm a wedding photographer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I, now you're, now this, the, the timber of your voice makes sense. <laughs> I'm a wedding photographer. I fucking hate weddings. No. Uh, Oh yeah, Wh- who was? Uh, you don't have to like, but like, was it a close person to you or like a somebody where you were surprised by the amount of tradition? Um, it was in New Jersey. That oh, again, this could. There's a lot of things that happen in New Jersey. There was dry. <laughs> yeah, that does tell us a lot. Where? At what point in the day was the dry ice? Here's what. The first dance? Okay, that is such a good answer, but in my mind, it's when the priest walks out on stage. You know what I mean? The final countdown is playing. It's like just such a fun image. But the priest is also coming from the ceiling on two wires. And they're dressed like Trixie Mattel, and they're holding a guitar. And that's, a, that's you know, that's what I'd like to see. Um... I went to a wedding one time where I, w- I was a date and it was my date, like my then girlfriend's like friend where uh, like they were buddies, but like they're not that close buddies where like we ended up at a wedding where uh, th- uh, at one point the celebrant, because I don't know what they were, it would even be called minister, um, was like, and... Now's the part of the ceremony where we all agree that the wife follows the instruction of the husband. <laughs> and we were like, I was literally wearing like at the, I think I was wearing, I think I was wearing a shorts suit. <laughs> and when you say, when, you, when I say a shorts suit, maybe you're imagining it's shorts but then the the blaze the jacket is uh, full length sleeves, but that's actually incorrect. Also, it's short sleeve jacket. <laughs> I was just like, oh no! But luckily, then they looked at me and they were like, and if you're a young teen, you actually can't go to the reception, and that includes you, young man. And back to. Germany with your later husband. Um, <laughs> dry ice, huh? Yep. Yeah, that's stressful. Did you feel? Did it feel? Did it feel cool being a part at that ceremony? I just haven't been at like a traditional wedding ceremony ceremony in a long time, and I feel that I would have a hard time being there because of the how gross some of the tradition stuff is. Did it feel good to you? There's dessert after. <laughs> <laughs> Your your answers are adjacent <laughs> to answers, but that's what makes me like you. Because you, nothing that you've said has been explicitly judgmental, but it's told me everything I needed to know about how you felt about it. And I'd like to learn from you. Did you have a nice time tonight on this date? <laughs> 
there was dessert after. <laughs> and then I descend to the ceiling on wires. But we're outside. I'm on their stoop. But then a helicopter flies away. Why didn't I hear that? Anyway. Okay, well, we do have some more... Wait, can I just ask one more question? Okay, who's, what's like the most, all right, so we've asked that question. What's like the most punk rock thing that somebody here has seen at a wedding? Like the most, oh, <gasps> wait, I forgot to tell you about this wedding that I went to. I was very religious in college, very, very religious. My, my best friend, I went as his date to his sister's wedding, and um, I didn't know this was gonna happen, but the bride and groom left between the ceremony and the reception to do something that they had been waiting to do. And everybody knew that's what they were doing. And then they came back. Yes, it was weird. That's a great, that's a great way of saying it. It was, it was weird. Do you know why? Cause we didn't leave. There was just an hour of like, wait, what's this part of the wedding? And, every, and I didn't know, and everybody else was like, we know what this part is. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird thing that's, that I've experienced. Uh, but anyway, has anybody seen a like, really punk rock thing at a wedding? Yeah, yeah. yeah? What, what have you seen or experienced? Uh, me? Yeah. Well, I, I do like that, yeah. Getting carried into the wedding. Man, that's so much trust. That could go so badly. But I'm so glad that it went well. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah what is it? Uh, two artists that got married at a zine festival. Cool, cool, cool. Was somebody sketching it? At a zine festival. Is this now? Wow. Congratulations to zines. <laughs> Making it longer than I thought they had. <laughs> All right, we got three awesome comics left. Don't worry. I'll ask you more questions about weddings in between each of them. That probably won't happen. Please welcome to the stage your friend of mine, Barry Rothbard. Give it up for Barry. Yay! Cool. Is this loud? Am I loud? Yeah. I have a. I was at a wedding recently. We were just talking about weddings. I'm allowed to do this. Um, and uh, this guy. This is totally true. He did a during the vows. He was like a friend doing vows. You know, not like a vow guy. And uh, he did a whole speech about the groom's uh, grandma who just died. And that was really sweet. And then I was like, why is everyone acting really weird? He used the name of the grandma who was still alive. <laughs> oh, 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 everyone was really confused. Especially that grandma. I think she was for a second like, am I dead? What if I'm dead? 
That would be crazy. Do you think anyone's ever said, man, this homemade jewelry thing really worked out? I was just thinking that. Like, I taped a bottle cap to an earring, quit being a teacher, and now I have a billion dollars. And my dad loves me. I'm getting older. I feel like I'm getting older because I am done with people explaining CBD to me. Shut up. What do you want? I've already given you all my money. It does nothing and everything. What the hell are you talking about? I'm always like, what is it? They're like, it, 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 it gets you high, but not high. I'm like, is it pot? No. What is it? It's the best part of pot. Is it, so it's like cheaper? No, it's four times the price. <laughs> I want it. It's like, I feel like CBD and Bitcoin are like, I don't understand it, but I want to lose a lot of money for it. I did, I had a weird CBD experience. I was at a party and uh, a friend of mine came up and he was like, hey, do you want to try this CBD cookie? And I was like, that's a weird thing to say. You could have just said, do you want to try this cookie? Because it's the same thing, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure if it does anything. And I'm not really into edibles anymore because I'm like, I don't really want to gamble with my day. <laughs> I feel like every time you have an edible, you're like, here, try this edible. Either you'll be high not at all or for 15 hours of terror. <laughs> Who knows? No, you're only supposed to eat a quarter of a third of an eighth of a half of that brownie. <laughs> not an eighth of a half of a quarter of a third of an eighth of a half. <laughs> now you're going to die of weed, you know? <laughs> And then I got, and then we had a conversation after I ate the whole cookie where he was like, oh, there's also, it's not just CBD. It's like half CBD, half THC. There's some THC in there. I was like, what? How much? And he went, ha, and then walked away. And I was like, oh no. And I got unexpectedly higher than I've ever gotten before, which is the worst way to get high. And I realized weed is the only drug where when you do too much of it, you're the only one who knows. That's not like other drugs. Like, I feel like if you do too much alcohol, people are like, that guy did too much alcohol. He has blood on his face. <laughs> if you did too much heroin, it's like, that guy's dead. <laughs> too much weed is like, really? You did too much? You just watched the movie. <laughs> no, I was in my own personal hell. Were you? You had, like, fun stuff to say all night. I thought I was going to die for sure. I was dead at some point. You met my mom. I thought your mom was going to kill me. I was going to kill your mom. You were going to kill my mom? You drove home 45 minutes. Yeah, it's weed, not alcohol. <laughs> and it was two hours. I stopped at Arby's. Arby's? I feel like every time you go to Arby's, it's like, oh, fine. <laughs> really, even Arby's is like, are you sure? Did you see where you are? The Arby's drive through our slogan is, we have the meats. <laughs> it's the least you could say about the meats you have. <laughs> you have them. Are they good? Are they flame broiled? We have them. Are they like good quality? We have the meats. It's like an airline being like, we have the planes. Do they fly? We have them. They're in our possession. Um, just found out I'm pregnant. 
Wow, tepid applause. Not me, it's uh, a lady. My wife is holding the baby in her tummy. It was an accident. <laughs> Which is fun to say when you're 35. Because what it implies is you just don't know how sex works. It's like, no, I had sex in her. <laughs> and she didn't have a way to not have a baby. It's like People are like, well, did you know that that could happen? I was like, no, I just kind of wanted to go to bed. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of that. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird having a kid because you like. Does anyone here have one? Or has ever had one? No, that's cool. No one. You guys are really making me feel better. Because people are like, "Did you want one?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like the number one reason that I now think I want a kid is because I kind of just want to see what it looks like. <laughs> That feels like the most, the coolest part of having a kid. You're like, I get it. I get to see what it looks like. And that's why people were like, Do you, would you adopt? I was like, no, I know what those look like. <laughs> like, they're hungry. Yeah, but I kind of want to see what my eyes and my wife's eyes look like together. <laughs> it's weird, because the thing is, I don't know what to get excited about when you have a kid, because it's like, I saw the photo of it. It's, it's nothing. It's a fucking, it's like if you can't tune into a channel and then there's like a dot in the middle of that and everyone's like, what? Look at that thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's literally doesn't exist for like, but no one tells you that for your first kid for like three months, you are just excited about like your wife's stomach ache. It's like the, your wife has a stomach ache that's going to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you have to be like, how cool is that? <laughs> and I, I, my friend, I don't have like uh, friends who have uh, good kids. I have a friend who has a two-year-old. And I know a lot of people are like, terrible twos, huh? <laughs> Two-year-olds are the worst human beings on earth. Every two-year-old is the worst person from college at a bar. Like, they're just like, I want to go. <laughs> I had this two, I had this two year old look me in the eyes, this little boy looked me dead in the fucking eyes and went, I hate you. <laughs> what? Can you imagine? If that was an adult, I would have cursed them out and slapped them in the face. But a two year old, you have to be like, ha ha ha, how funny is that? This two year old walked up to me once, this was recently, walked up and went, you don't know what ducks look like. <laughs> <gasps> and he threw me off so much that I, for a second I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> you ever forget something for a second? And then he saw it and he went, ha ha ha, told you. And I was like, what did you do to me? You took ducks out of my head. And he was like, I have a duck poster, you don't. And I was like, how did he know that? He's a witch. He's like, my mom could afford one, your mom can't. And I was like, okay, too far. I don't need my mom's money. I have adult money. I have $3,000 in checking. Um, all right. There's a lot of stuff. I think I, I think I got, the, did I get the light? Do I have a lot of time? All right, I'll just do one more. I, I feel like parents are gross. Because the fondest, the most vivid memory I have of my dad is how warm the toilet seat was after he went to the bathroom. Why, would, why was the toilet seat so warm? What was he doing? Was he microwaving the toilet seat? 
Moms are insane. My mom, I, I wish McAfee antivirus knew how much they were ruining every mom's life. I feel like my mom can't call me without being like, McAfee, where's my McAfee? It's expired. I'm going to get a virus that's going to steal my identity. Why does my mom think anyone wants her identity? No one wants my mom's identity. It's always the people with the worst identities that are like, someone's going to take it. So you really are going to take your, your <laughs> Mademoiselle magazine collections? <laughs> my printer driver! My mom yells about printer drivers. Why does it... Isn't it weird that not one home printer has ever worked in the history of home printers? You've never just been like, I need to print, and it goes, okay. It's always like, no, too much cyan. <laughs> really? I feel like every time you print, it's like your printer has just woke up and forgot it was a printer and is coming up with an excuse. It's like, no, I need to clean my cartridges. Fuck you. Do that on your own time. I need to print divorce papers. All right. This was crazy. All right, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys so much. Love everybody. That was very funny. Very rough one more time. I don't know. Very the most unexpected. Look, I don't smoke. I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any drugs ever. But if I did, the most high I've ever been might have been one New Year's Eve, where I ate a whole amount of pots, and then I was at. I just broken up with this woman on her birthday. Let me ask you this question. Do you ever call a restaurant? Do you ever call a restaurant real far ahead of time to make sure they've got their gluten-free injera on the menu? The one you have to call a week in advance to get? And then you go and you're like, I got don't worry, I called to get the gluten-free injera because I know that's what you like. But then as she's talking, you realize, oh no, I didn't realize I don't like you. <laughs> And the meaner thing to do would be to pretend that I like you and end this date at home together. So what I'm going to have to do is break up with you here. But the good news is you can eat the injera because it is gluten-free. <laughs> anyway. I was at a New Year's Eve party. That person walked in. Oh, God, terrible. I took pot brownie. Then... Someone was performing. Flash forward, I lost a bunch of time. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Apparently everyone in the room had consummated their marriages. But I lost a bunch of time, and when I came to, I just was watching a singer in a punk band cut open an enormous stuffed duck and pull out a bunch of lollipops. <laughs> Which is a terrible trick that that person played on me that day. <laughs> Because that's what I thought was going to be in there, you know? If you're that high, you're like, I bet there's lollipops in that duck. And when it comes true, you're like, fuck, God, I can't trust anything. <laughs> All right, we got two great comics left. Friends, how you feel? Two great comics left. <laughs> Keep it going. Welcome to the stage. A very hilarious person. Let's hear it right now for Kinta Brunson. Give it up. <laughs> 
Imagine if you could chat with doctors anytime from your phone, get prescribed online, get birth control delivered straight to your door every month with automatic refills. That's Norex, the game-changing company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Norex offers end-to-end care without you ever having to leave your home. Just go to their website or their app, answer a few health questions from their certified doctors. They carry over 50 brands of birth control, so you can choose your go-to, or their medical team will help you find the best option for you. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant. Go to nurx.com slash PYHT for a $20 credit and get birth control at your doorstep in less than a week. That's nurx.com slash PYHT. Keep it going, Griff. Quick, one more time. One comic left. Why don't we just keep it right arm rolling, friends? Yes, keep that arm applause. Just keep it going. Just keep it going. Welcome to the stage. Very funny. Eli Olsberg. Give it up for Eli. Thank you. Thank you. Keep it going for Cameron, Quinta, for everyone you've seen tonight, huh? Very happy to be here. I, um, I, <laughs> I feel like as a boy or a man, <laughs> I guess depending on who you ask. Um, I, I legally am not allowed to like astrology. Um, I love it. I fucking love it. And um, if you don't like it, by the way, let me counter. Fuck you. That's it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of trying to convince people on anything or be shy about it. My answer now when someone's like, really? or no astrology? Just, fuck you. Try it. It's awesome. Um, because it's weird. People try to like tell you that they're like, uh, the, the logic, like I had a friend tell me how stupid astrology is. He's like, it's so fucking dumb. How could you believe in that shit? But like, what do you think you're made of stardust? While he's wearing an Avengers t-shirt, uh, it just they, that cancels it out right there. Um, very mixed reaction. Um, very interesting. It's exactly what I expected. I feel like most people in the audience, <clears throat> women, are like, yes, queen, fucking go off. And every dude is like, no thanks. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I just, it's a weird argument to me because like, you know, it, it, what he said to me goes, well, cause I'm like, you're into the Avengers, which is fine. I like it. I like the last movie too. And he goes, yeah, but at least there's social commentary in those movies. And I was like, oh, okay. If you need a comic book movie to tell you that like racism is bad, let me use a fucking birth chart to find out if my ex is a psycho, you know, <laughs> it's the same fucking difference. Stay woke friend. And, um, <laughs> I, uh, I was in, um, I, I don't. I never know how to lead with this. I have this story that I used to tell. Uh, I, I was in an open relationship, and uh, and we went to a sex party together. And it's a weird thing because I just don't look like I go to sex parties. I like have to address that every time, or else there's just too much disbelief to suspend for the rest of it. Like we just won't get over it. I can move on to the next thing and be like, shopping's weird. You guys, are like, can you fucking address this? Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, but that's, that's true. And, and I've been single for about a little over a year now. And, uh, I've been on the other side of that equation and it's been very interesting being for lack of a better word, the unicorn. Uh, <laughs> I like that everybody in the audience, like three people laughed and one person was like, Ooh, this is good. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. All right. So, um, yeah, I, what I mean by that is like, I didn't learn how insane, couples who want to bring a third person in because very rarely are they on the same page about it. Um, and when I met with a couple, um, this guy wanted me to, he wanted to watch me and his wife and I go in and kiss her and he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. N- literally like that. By the way, that is not an exaggeration. This is a, he literally goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like as if we're at a, we're at, like I'm in line at a club. Uh, 
like I was expecting him to be like, you're gonna show me your ID or what's going on? And I was like, what? What's up? And he's like, no kissing. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, no kissing. That's too intimate. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll fuck her then. Uh, do you hear the words coming out of your fucking mouth right now? That is insane. I did, and I'm like, you literally put an ad that's like, I just want to watch someone get real fucking nasty with my wife. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. And uh, and then on top of that, he he tries to diffuse it with a joke where he's like. Well, you know, I just don't want anyone to catch feelings. Everybody just take a moment about what you just heard. And the thing he's concerned more about than, let's say, I don't know, chlamydia, is feelings. Uh, his wife, by the way, just was like, yeah, I know. She literally looked at me and just rolled her eyes. Um, which I have to say, for someone who looks like this, it's kind of reassuring to be like, yeah, come on, just let's fuck. <laughs> I um, I grabbed the wall because I was like, is this an out button where I can get out of telling the story that you guys are more uncomfortable than I am about? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's funny about uh, going, like, in this past year as well, I went to a sex, a sex party by myself, and I went, and you have to pay, like, a lot of money as a single guy to get into one, and there was a guy in front of me that was also by himself, and he goes, why is it so expensive? Which right there that is exactly why it's so expensive. Because anyone who asks that question should immediately be banned from a sex party. Uh, though I was upset when I walked in because the fucking snacks, like the finger foods, um, which, you know, whatever, why those were there. Um, it's, it's, I'm gonna say this as one of the most open-minded people. It's fucking weird. Um, anyway, it was like, it was fucking store brand Oreos. Why? I paid a lot of money to get in here. Can we just... I don't want to see Kroger. That's all I'm asking. Is that a lot to ask at a sex party? That I don't want to see Kroger and Ralph's brand water? It's upsetting. I don't know if it's not that funny or if you guys are just too medium energy. <laughs> you know, you guys are good. But then once in a while, I'm like, are you? Uh, let's just sit in this moment. Uh... I shouldn't have addressed it. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> um, I, uh, I feel like, uh, well, yeah, so I've talked about all the sex party stuff. That's good. Um, <laughs> no kissing. That is so fucking crazy to me that people, someone was just like, you know, that they're like, honey, let's try this thing out. And, uh, you know, I want to see you do the, you know, something very intimate, but uh, not too intimate. <laughs> like that's just a hilarious conversation because she had to also be like I agree that is fucking bonkers um, <laughs> and then people try to argue so I was in an open relationship and it ended because we, we like it kind of reached a natural conclusion but she also for the tail end of it I don't know if you know how it works but in polyamory lying is literally cheating it's like the same difference and so, fuck you I'm just kidding. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at my... I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's true. It, it is. That's the thing. But the problem is people minimize it. Um, and uh, like a friend of mine was like, yep, yeah, well, you open up the relationship. What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. The same thing that would happen if we didn't open the relationship. Just honest. He's like, yeah, you know, you just... you." That's the risk. And I'm like, yeah, there's no way that would have happened if we were monogamous. She wouldn't have done that anything that bad. Maybe just cheated on me. Uh, anyway, what are we seeing at five o'clock? I um, 
I thought that was going to be hilarious. And uh, the truth is, it just wasn't. Even as I told it, I'm like, yeah, that's not good. Um, first time I've ever told it. And just between you guys and me, it's the last. Um, <laughs> I just think it's weird that people are like, oh, polyamory, that sounds like a fetish. Monogamy sounds like a fucking fetish. You want to spend the rest of your life with one person? That's a fetish. Get a fucking hobby. Uh, <laughs> All right, you guys have been a lot of fun. Enjoy the rest of the night. I'm Eli Olsberg. Thank you so much. Eli Olsberg. And hey, why do you keep going for everybody you saw tonight? Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week. Rhea will be back. Come on back then. Take care. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors online, getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Norex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Norex means fewer doctor's visits, skipping pharmacy lines, automatic refills, so you don't have to think about it. Plus, it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could be free with insurance. Go to NURX.com slash PYHT for a $20 credit. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos, <laughs> ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.